Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Hey there, welcome to another edition of the Literary Escape podcast. Today I am doing books set in Morocco. Over in the Literary Escape Book Club, our destination this month is Morocco. And so I thought I would share with you some of the choices that I found while I was researching for books for that. And there are a lot of really interesting sounding books that are set in Morocco. And I love the fact that they take us all around Morocco, not just in like Casablanca. So if you're ready to go to Morocco, let's go. The first book that I have for you, I'm going to do our book of the month, which is The Storyteller of Casablanca. It is by author Fiona Valpi. And here's a little bit about this book. This is a dual timeline book with the historical piece of it set in 1941 and the current part of it set in 2010. But here's the blurb on this one. Morocco, 1941. With France having fallen to the Nazi occupation, 12-year-old Josie has fled with her family to Casablanca, where they await safe passage to America. Life here is as intense as the sun, every sight, smell, and sound overwhelming to the senses in a city filled with extraordinary characters. It's a world away from the trouble back home, and Josie loves it. 70 years later, another new arrival in this intoxicating port city, Zoe is struggling with her marriage, her baby daughter, and her new life as an expat in an unfamiliar place. But when she discovers a small wooden box and a diary from the 1940s beneath the floorboards of her daughter's bedroom, Zoe enters the inner world of young Josie, who once looked out on the same view of the Atlantic Ocean, but who knew a very different Casablanca. It's not long before Zoe begins to see her adopted city through Josie's eyes. But can a new perspective help her turn tragedy into hope and find the comfort she needs to heal her broken heart? I just finished this book and absolutely loved it. I am excited that I get to talk to the author about it at the end of February. If you'd like to join me um, and listen in on my chat with the author, I'll put a link in the show notes for that one. Really interesting twists at the end that I did not see coming. And I love it. I love it when a book can surprise me like that. So that one is The Storyteller of Casablanca by Fiona Balpi. The next book is Hope and Other Dangerous Pursuits. This one is by Layla Lalami. It is a literary fiction, and it is about um, immigrants or refugees trying to leave Morocco to Spain. Here's what it has to say about this one. Hope and Other Dangerous Pursuits, the debut book of Pulitzer Prize and National Book Award finalist Leila Lalami, evokes the grit and enduring grace that is modern Morocco. The book begins as four Moroccans illegally cross the Strait of Gibraltar in an inflatable boat headed for Spain. What has driven them to risk their lives, and will the rewards prove to be worth the danger? There's Murad, a gentle, unemployed man who's been reduced to hustling tourists around Tangier. 
Halima, who's fleeing her drunken husband and the slums of Casablanca, Aziz, who must leave behind his devoted wife in hope of securing work in Spain, and Fatin, a student and religious fanatic whose faith is at odds with an influential man determined to destroy her future. So this is a book that um, is probably going to challenge some of your thoughts, which is not a bad thing, and give you several different stories of why people immigrate from one place to another and the different situations that might bring them to make that choice. Um, doesn't sound like it's a choice that's made easily. Book number three is called The Saffron Gate by Linda Holman. This one is set in Marrakech. It is a historical romance and a little different than the others that I have read so far. When a tragic accident shatters Sidoni O'Shea's sheltered life in upstate New York, Dr. Etienne Duverger helps her find hope again. Etienne introduces Sidoni to a world beyond her four walls, and as her body begins to heal, they fall in love. But when Etienne disappears, leaving nothing behind but a letter from Morocco, Sidoni decides to follow him to Marrakesh. She embarks on a treacherous journey desperate for answers, yet nothing can prepare her for what she is about to discover, both about the man she loves and an unknown country steeped in mystery, magic, and the darkest secrets. So if you want a little historical romance, The Saffron Gate by Linda Holman might just fit the bill. I've got a memoir for our next one, number four. It is by Malika Ufkir. And this one, it's called Stolen Lives. The author was the daughter of, and I, let me back up a second. I believe it, it's set in the 1970s. And the woman who wrote the book, her father was an aide to the King of Morocco at the time. And there was a failed assassination attempt on the King and the aide, this woman's father was killed as a result of the failed assassination attempt. And so this woman, Malika, she was a young woman at the time, Malika and her mother and her siblings were all rounded up and sent to prison. And initially they were sent, it was more of a house arrest kind of a thing where they still had what would certainly be considered luxuries of life. They had good food, they had a clean house, you know, all of that. And then they were moved to a different place and then to a different place. And they wound up in a desert penal colony for about 20 years. And so this is the story of what their lives were like in that penal colony, how they got there and how they got out of it. So Stolen Lives by Malika Ufkir. Another one that I really would love to read, except it is book number 12, I believe it is, in a series. So I haven't jumped into this one yet. It's called Garment of Shadows by Lori R. King. And the series, it's the first book is called The Beekeeper's Apprentice. And it is about a young woman named Mary Russell who goes to, she finds Sherlock Holmes and she wants to apprentice with him. And so the series, that's the beginning of the series. And then throughout the different books, I guess they work together. They, um, fall in love with each other. They wound up getting married. And so this is somewhere after all of that has happened. 
So here's the blurb on this book. In a strange room in Morocco, Mary Russell is trying to solve a pressing mystery. Who am I? She is awakened with shadows in her mind, blood on her hands, and soldiers pounding on the door. Out in the hive-like streets, she discovers herself strangely adept in the skills of the underworld, escaping through alleys and rooftops, picking pockets and locks. She is clothed like a man and armed with only her wits and a scrap of paper containing a mysterious Arabic phrase. Overhead, warplanes pass ominously north. Meanwhile, Holmes is pulled by two old friends and a distant relation into the growing war between France, Spain, and the Rif Revolt, led by Amir Abd el Krim, who may be a Robin Hood or a power mad tribesman. The shadow of war are drawing over the ancient city of Fez, and Holmes badly wants the wisdom and courage of his wife, whom he's learned to his horror has gone missing. As Holmes searches for her and Russell searches for herself, each tries to crack the deadly parallel puzzles before it's too late for them, for Africa and for peace in Europe. So that one sounds like a really good book. And um, like I said, unfortunately, it's somewhere around number 12 in a series. So I probably won't be jumping straight into that one anytime soon. The next book is called The Caliph's House. This one is by Tahir Shah. And it is also set in Casablanca. It is a memoir. They have it listed in Amazon under Family Travel Guide. But I think it's probably more of a humorous memoir. And here's this blurb. Inspired by the Moroccan vacations of his childhood, Tahir Shah dreamed of making a home in that astonishing country. At age 36, he got his chance. Investing what money he and his wife, Rachana, had, Tahir packed up his growing family and bought Dar Khalifa, a crumbling ruin of a mansion by the sea in Casablanca that once belong belonged to the city's caliph or spiritual leader. With its lush grounds, cool secluded courtyards, and a relaxed pace, life at Dar Khalifa seems sure to fulfill Tahir's fantasies until he discovers that in many ways he is farther from home than he imagined. For in Morocco, an empty house is thought to attract jinns or invisible spirits, unique to the Islamic world. The ardent belief in their presence greatly hampers sleep and renovation plans. But that is just the beginning from elaborate exorcism rituals that involve sacrificial goats to dealing with gangster neighbors intent on stealing their property. The Shahs must cope with a new culture and all that comes with it. So this one sounds like, especially if you've ever dreamed of moving to a different country, this one, this one sounds like it would be both a really interesting read and um, put a little humor into it. So that one is The Caliph's House by Tahir Shah. Got one more book for you. This one is um, a children's book, actually, and it is by the author who wrote Misty of Chincoteague. Her name is Marguerite Henry, and this book is called King of the Wind. It's um, another horse book, and just like the Misty of Chincoteague, I can never say that correctly. So here's the blurb on this one. He was named Sham for the sun, this golden red stallion born in the Sultan of Morocco's stone stables. Upon his heel was a white spot, the symbol of speed, but on his chest was the symbol of misfortune. 
Although he was swift as the desert winds, Sham's pedigree would be scorned all his life by cruel masters and owners. This is the classic story of Sham and his friend, the stable boy, Agba. Their adventure takes them from the sands of the Sahara to the royal courts of France, and finally to green pastures and stately homes of England. For Sham was the renowned Godolphin Arabian, whose blood flows through the veins of almost every superior thoroughbred. Sham's speed, like his story, has become legendary. So, if you want a quick read, a fun children's story, King of the Wind by Marguerite Henry. So that's my last one for you today. If you'd like to um, head off to the exotic country of Morocco, I've given you some really interesting choices that'll take you all around the country and even beyond its borders and all kinds of genres, all kinds of time settings in hopes that you'll discover a little bit more about this fascinating country. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy books that take you on a literary escape, come join us over in my Facebook group, The Literary Escape Book Club. We'd love to have you. Come read with us. Information is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today.